Drinking this album Listen to the blues I think it would pair well If only for you Cause it's album or It's album or Hello friends <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to Album Rebrews, the stickiest music podcast. Uh, they call me Baby Bus Rider because I do not have a car. My name is Sarah. I would rather be a hammer than a nail. Yes, I would. My name is Zach. He, yes, it is. I'm a one satisfied customer in the Bible. My name is Andrew. <laughs> Um, I'm not Frank Lloyd Wright because I'm here. <laughs> and you don't design houses. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Logan. <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright was a freaking noob and he never went on a music podcast. <laughs> wow. Get a one up Frank Lloyd Wright. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was perfect. That was really good. Uh, we were super stoked to have Logan and Andrew of Chicago band The Trenchies on our couch and on the show. Uh, welcome, guys. Thank Hello. Yeah, us. thanks for having us. Uh, hey, if we had a podcast, would you two listen you to two it? Listen? Hey, if we had a podcast, would you come be on our podcast? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's fantastic. You guys have been around for two, three years now. You've been all over. I've We actually did a concert with Bruce on one of your sets at Burlington. I was gonna, Way back when. Yeah, that was our first uh, piece of press. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, you guys were the first ever press. That was like our third or fourth that's show. That's so generous of yeah. you to call us press. Yeah, that's really stretching It's in our word. EPK, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I gave you guys raving reviews, I recall. I, you guys said I look like Adam Driver, and that's still the nicest thing oh. anyone said to me, oh. even like. No, more than my parents. So. Sexy Adam <laughs> oh, more sexy Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Your chest is not nearly as wide. <laughs> uh, but it's so cool to see that you guys are, uh, how good you guys are doing uh, and how much you guys have grown since then. You put out some music videos, you put out some more singles. You guys have got an album release show uh, for your upcoming album, Addie's Got a Famous Dad, November 9th at Shuba's, which is just so cool. I'm so proud of you guys. Uh, it's really neat. Um Tell us a little bit about the most recent skeleton video. Yeah, so we did a video for the first single off the album, um, Dead Man Dance. And it was, um, so we work with this puppeteer, Fletcher Pearson, who, who created this puppet out of a, a skeleton. It was a Halloween decoration. Yeah, it's a Halloween decoration. And um, we tied some fish line to it, and like five of us moved it around and made a dance and lip sync to our song. Yes. Literal <laughs> Dead Man Dance. It's really um, cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, link in description. Why did you guys uh, choose a puppeteer instead of like animation or anything? Was it just budget? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, we really love puppets. Like that's oh. always, that's something that we've we've done a lot. Like we we had a phase where I bought this like like store brand Elmo off eBay from like the seventies, and I brought it on stage for a few songs <laughs> that I wasn't playing guitar on. That's awesome. And it had no relation to the music, but it was just fun to puppeteer on stage. So wow. Uh, so no ventriloquism, just Elmo. He wasn't like, you weren't Elmo voicing all your songs? I, at times, <laughs> at times. I slip into that even when I'm not doing the thing. That would be a crazy Halloween set. Like the yeah, trenches as the Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. <laughs> Tickle me trenches. Tickle me trenches. Oh, oh. Hey, yo. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Um, that's really good. Do we still want to do the Chad bit, uh, Smith bit real fast? I 
don't want to do okay, the chest. Should, yeah. Are you kidding me? We have this beautiful golden nugget in our yeah, laps, uh-huh. and you want to gatekeep that? <laughs> no. Just, yeah, please tell us about um, a, a chance encounter. Right. Well, um, it was Lollapalooza the day that Red Hot Chili Peppers were. Um, oh, this is recent. This is like playing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was a couple weeks ago, and uh, I went to CME for the first time. And um, out of the bathroom that I was in, out of the stall comes Chad Smith. And I thought he was Will Ferrell at first because they do that bit. <laughs> yes. And I was like, wait, what? That looks like the guy that looks like Will Ferrell. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's Chad Smith. And uh, he did not wash his hands. That's the scoop. Oh, that's the whole scoop. He did not. That's and an then, album Rippers exclusive. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. So I guess yeah. uh, when you play drums so good, the germs just like don't your hands are moving too fast. Yeah. yeah well, oh, the, they just can't stick. Yeah, yeah. Well, the skin, you know, gets replaced so often. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. When you're you blisters. I and think stuff. wood like wood cutting boards naturally have like antibacterial. So if you just have drumsticks in your hand all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty antibacterial. Yeah. So if right. you know anyone that plays drums, they don't. They wash don't their wash hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking of all the drummers who have used my bathroom now. <laughs> Like, I have nice soap in there. Like, what the hell? For You're what? a drummer. You can't come on our podcast anymore. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> or, like, if you do, you just can't, like, pet my cat. Yeah. <laughs> At least bring drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's quite well, delicious. Also, so, I, I wasn't there. They, he, uh, Logan and our friend Alex were there. Um, Alex Bielski, who mastered the album, um, and they called me immediately after leaving the bathroom. <laughs> they do, yeah. But um, I'm sure that after he left the bathroom and he left, I'm sure he shook multiple hands on the way out. Oh, no, he did. He did. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you were, if you were at Lollapalooza, <laughs> you might have a little bit of number one or number two. <laughs> I mean, he throws his drumsticks into the crowd. Gross! Yeah. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're antibacterial. Totally fine. <laughs> Um, I guess legal statement. Uh, this is all jokes. Don't sue us <laughs> for insinuating that you have poo poo on your hands when you throw your <laughs> If we get sued by Chas Smith, that, that's how I know we That'd be pretty it. cool. Yeah. That yeah. Would be good this he might come on to clear up his story. Oh, there you go. <gasps> hey. Chas Smith, we're calling you out right now. <laughs> Album of Bruce exclusive. Yeah, we'll zoom in on him and wash his um, well, let's get into the meat of today. Uh, would you, two sweet folks, tell us about the album we are talking about and um, a little bit about why you picked it? We picked uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel. Um, Andrew and I like have a lot of music that we bond over. <clears throat> and then we have a lot of music that like he likes a lot and maybe I just dig and then vice versa. But this was one that was kind of like something that we have liked for... We wanted to pick something that was like from our childhood that we liked mm-hmm. that has like kind of aged outside of that and is probably in the music that we do. Mm-hmm. So this one for me is like I remember buying the CD in seventh grade and I remember watching the documentary that came with it like a hundred times that year. And I remember my dad being like, Simon and Garfunkel, like, what's wrong with you? Oh, no, your dad was not. He, he likes punk and stuff, uh, so he was like, I'm worried about you, man. <laughs> what do you mean? Because, like, I think the stereotype of, of, like, the maybe the 60s and the 70s, if, like, you're listening to rock and roll, the parents might be like, oh, no, my kids are doing drugs and mm-hmm. having sex. But he, his was the inverse. I was listening oh. to Simon and Garfunkel, because he was like, 
I'm worried about you, man. <laughs> you should be listening to Sonic Youth. It skips or something. a generation, right? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, a cry for like, help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then you know, just throughout my life, I've just been a huge fan of their music. So. Nice. Yes, yeah. really good yeah. pick. Um, How about you, Andrew? Oh yeah, for well, mine's a lot shorter because for me, um, Simon and Garfunkel happened for me around the. I was like 11 or 12, and that's the same time as like Dylan. And, um, like, I was really into the animals as a kid. That was a huge gateway for me. <laughs> but um, uh, I think this album was, like, one I heard as a, a child, you know, at that time that, as an adult, I like a lot better, where a lot of the stuff from that, you know, era for me, um, you know, I can hear it with my kid brain still. Mm-hmm. And this one, like, actually, like, I feel like I grew with. I like how you said that. Like, I yeah. felt what you said just now. I hear yeah. my kid brain still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, there, yeah, there's definitely stuff, like, um, I don't, even, like, some Bob Dylan songs. Like, I know how that made me feel when I was, like, 12. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, it still yeah. does that to me, like, yeah. like, now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. How about you, Sarah? Any familiar with uh, Mr. Simon and Sir Garfunkel? Like, tangentially. Mm. I feel like they're so... Um, present in culture just like consistently like Mm -hmm. like i watched the dropout you know or not the dropout the graduate sorry (laughs) jesus thinking of a different movie (laughs) hey yeah i know culture um (laughs) no i saw the graduate um and i don't know i feel like uh simon and garfunkel pops up all the time like i was listening to this and being someone who hasn't super like deep dove into simon and garfunkel as a discography i was like Oh wait! I absolutely like deep, deep, deep in my earworm brain have a lot of these songs living in there. Shit's catchy. Yeah, yeah I great, like it. Shit's great, catchy. Great tunes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very wonderful songwriting. And also, TMI. I'm on my period right now. Some of these made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> I'm not on, and they, they <laughs> yeah. made me tear yeah. up. So, yeah, they're doing. They do it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bisexual legends. <laughs> We we did a Bridge Over Trouble of the Waters in choir like sophomore Ooh, year. So okay. classic. We uh, did um, Scarborough Fair in my choir. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That probably went hard. Yeah. <laughs> Middle school choir? Are you kidding me? It was haunting. <laughs> I remember loving the piano piece that goes along with it. Uh, but then my other story, which is more funny than that one, is um, when I first cut into records, I would just like I didn't have a lot of spending money, so I would just do like two dollar, three dollar bins. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is, it's actually bookends, um, but it had, I bought it for like four bucks, but it had the poster of Bridge Over Troubled mm-hmm. Waters in it, yeah. okay. the big one. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like giant. And so all through college, um, I put it on my fridge <laughs> and it was my fridge over Troubled Waters. Uh, <laughs> that, that didn't even connect to me. <laughs> Sorry, someone's got to be on top no, of that. No, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and it was a great party joke. No one has never not good. laughed at it. <laughs> People would be like, why is that star with a car fuck off? <laughs> you know, when you're down and out, sometimes you just need a you fridge over. Fridge, yeah. 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 Aw. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. That is really beautiful. I, like, yeah. I would never be sad, because I'd be sad and just look at the fridge and be like, that's good. Yeah. yeah that's good. Um, and then our pairing today... Uh, we went pretty classic with it, right? A classic duo for a classic duo. Just a classic yeah. duo. <laughs> um, today we're sipping on a gin and tonic. Wink. I messed up. We'll t- we won't lie to them. <laughs> no. We won't do Aww. that. Okay. This is I, so brave of you. I thought uh, I thought all sparkling water was tonic water. Like mm-hmm. anything could be a talk, like a t- Topo Chico, mayhaps. Kind of like, uh, it's like a rectangle square thing. You yeah. Know? Um, so I guess it's different. Find out something new today. All, all tonic water is sparkling, so this but is not a all gin sparkling. and soda. A less... Mm. 
classic duo. Still yummy, though. Still yummy. Personally, yummy. I don't like tonic water, so uh, I'm quite yeah. pleased. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I the same like thing. I do like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andrew was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this was news to me as well, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're freaking living it up. Did we, do you, are we familiar with the gin we're using? Do people care about that? Um, I just grabbed the middlestly level gin because nice. I had Seagram's at home and I was oh. like, we're not drinking Seagram's. No, I thank you. Yeah. We don't have Seagram's <laughs> either of you, so. Uh, this, this is, uh, I don't remember what it's called. I just remember it said that it had honey in it. I was oh. like, oh, love yeah. no, this that. is This is tasty. I like, can go look at it real fast. You want me to? Sure. Hey, hey. I think yeah. the last time I had gin was um, in a high school basement party and it was a plastic oh. container. Uh, and it was nice. yeah, really awful. That's so. horrid. I did Kirkland. <laughs> I had a big um, oh, in college that. like New Amsterdam gin phase. Okay, my my roommate was a big New Amsterdam gin mm. and diet ginger ale girl. <laughs> so very, we would stay yeah. up and drink that, and I would watch her oil paint. <laughs> I have returned to the podcast. <laughs> this is a very complete image. <laughs> Thank you. I went to art school. <laughs> this is the Bar Hill gin. Uh, Crafted in the heart of Vermont, made with juniper and raw honey. Wow. I kind of actually do taste the raw honey now. That must be yeah. Honey. That's a Simon and Garfunkel lyric: juniper uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> and raw honey and raw honey. Yeah, actually, wow. Not not parsley, sage, and thyme. <laughs> no, no, none no. of those. That's um, Jim Croce. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like what I drink in Red Dead Redemption. That's crazy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, in, are we in a video game right now? <laughs> <laughs> we can make the podcast about that. If we needed a spinoff, I know you guys are creative. Uh, <laughs> um, well, speaking of games. Hey, actually, that's a really wonderful <laughs> a segue. Because I have a game prepared, and I was trying to think of a snappy um, name for this bit. But um, it's kind of clunky trying to rhyme things with bridge over troubled water. <laughs> Fridge over troubled waters. Well, the, the I want to keep the word bridge consistent. We're oh, gonna sure. be we're gonna be playing a game that's sort of a love letter to bridges of the twenty first century oh, in oh songs. Gosh. Oh gosh. Um, so this is bridges you'll play for your great granddaughter. Um, we're gonna be playing a game of bridge, but not the card game. <laughs> Guess the song from the Billboard's best bridges of the twenty first century by only hearing the bridge. The three of you will be playing against each other. Um, I am going to play the bridge of it's. It, these are all like radio hits, very popular song from the 21st century. These are all modern, um, and the first person to buzz in just by going like er, or something. Um, first person to buzz in and correctly guess it gets a point, and the winner freaking wins. Gets a bridge named after them in our hearts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Whoa. I'll like nice. make a little bridge over a creek or something. Oh, there you go. Out of sticks. Um, does that sound good? <laughs> yeah. What is this? A bridge for ants? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> can I can I be the bridge that swayed too much and then collapsed? <laughs> oh, <I don't> know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Bridge number one. Buzz, since you've been gone. Oh. Yes! 
Do I have to say the artist? I'll give it to you. Is that you. Katy Perry or no? Oh, it's, wait, can no. I steal for no, half no, a point? No, no, no. <laughs> no, you got the song. You got the song. Okay. I will give it to you. It, the song. it is Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Um, oh. Good job. You would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not Kelly Clarkson. You like a who wants who is it? Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, uh, yeah. Wong, Wong, Wong K. Sounding him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, Zach has one point. Bridge number two. <laughs> Oh, uh, Buzz. Um, boom. I, it's Paramore. Um, Come on. What is the name that's, of them? Um, oh. The song. Is, yeah, uh, that's the question, no. isn't it? Oh, no, no. Because I, I just taught someone how to play the song. Oh, that's so frustrating. Beep, Ain't beep, that easy? Beep, 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 beep. Wait, no, that's D'Angelo's song. Jesus. Oh, my God. Can I steal? Yeah. Is it in the real world? Is the name of the song? That's, that's not horrible. the name of the song. Oh. I will keep yeah. playing it and let you buzz in one more time, yeah. all three of you. Buzz. Ain't it fun? Yes! Yeah. Oh, I, knew, I knew Ain't was in the yeah. title. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I was, you guys have a little, uh, I've got a little home field advantage. I know Sarah's brain pretty good. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Some, but I, instant, uh, I said Ain't that easy, right? Yeah, so I had, I had yeah. Yeah. Um, you were close, you were close. some of the verbiage in there. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, bridge number three. Zach's on the board with two. It's still anybody's game. Oh, I got a buzz, buzz, yep. buzz. Island in the sun. Yup. Yeah. Yay. That's quick. Thank That's you. good. All right. We got Logan with one. We got Zach with two. Do you like Weezer, Logan? I just, you know. Oh, okay. I played enough guitar hero. <laughs> yeah. I just clicked. All right. I do like Weezer, though. Hey, that's, that's the right brave answer. And also correct. <laughs> this is, a, I would say this is a pro Weezer podcast. Pro Weezer podcast. Yeah. Number four. We're still so near. Lights go on. The music dies. But you can't even put an artist on it. I don't know the voice. It's giving middle school dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Like Stay I know. in there. Taylor Swift, you think? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a Swift fan. I just gave you a huge bit. I don't know the name. I might, yeah, oh no. I f- I'm going to say... Uh, don't look at Bor- my, Sorry, I'm showing you my screen so much. This is wrong. Born in the USA, minus Cyrus. No, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, we will call this one Null. That was Dancing on My Own by Robin. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, we're still... 210. 210. 210. How much do you have, Andrew? Oh. <laughs> Not you getting Sorry. At this point, Andrew left the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. I know this song. I know, I do too. I, I know it. This is Taylor Swift, right? It is, it is. Love song, be it buzz. No. <laughs> I know you oh. know it. <laughs> is that this is fight me. song. What? No! <laughs> <laughs> is that the one about Karma as her boyfriend? No, different album. Uh. We are exposed as not Swifties. I know. Well, okay. all, the, all the Swifties. Well, listen. I don't know like, is. Fuck I, these guys. I hear the, I, um, <laughs> I just because I teach um, 
children <laughs> below the age of 12 music and all like, everyone below and the age of 12 And they all went to the Eras tour. Flip. Yes, they did, actually. It was in the Bear season two of the song. It was in the Richie episode. Is it what I think it is? Is it Blank Spaces? No! Oh. I will tell you the title. This is Cruel Summer. Oh, I was never going to get it. I was never, yeah, never, never going to pull that title out. I know this song, though, yeah. Oh, man. We're really dropping the ball here. Uh-huh. On the- That's all right. Hey, we're, we're taking a dip in the pop girls. That's all right. Oh, man, That's I got right. one at least. Right, right, yeah. right. And Speak we still have yourself. three more. We still have three more. Still literally anybody's game. Anyone's bridge. Anyone's, Anyone's bridge. bridge. Anyone's troubled water. Uh, Number, I forgot what number we're at. Next. What you say? Um, I mean, I know it, but what is the song? It's not just what you say. It can't be. I forgot this is the bridge. I just think of a skit, the Andy Sandberg skit. I know, that's all I'm thinking about right now. My brain is just Andy Sandberg's face. I know that this is like the original version. Yeah. Is this um? Is this vintage Sia that did this, or is it? No. It is not Sia. Is um, it helpful if I give you the artist? I've just been having you. Yeah. Uh, the artist for this is Imogen Heap. Oh, that's. Oh, this is okay. I, I'm. I'm not gonna. I know I'm not gonna pull the title I just, yeah. out. I just was watching this music video too. Like, um, it's a weird music video. Yeah. Because it's yeah. shot like vertically. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and Andy Samberg just like keeps shooting Bill Hader. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the yeah. part about right now. <laughs> can, can this be one of the sound drops? The- <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Much sooner. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> I give up. I'll I never feel like find people it. listening are screaming right I, now. I know. Is, yeah. Oh, the last like three. I mean, just, like I very popular Taylor songs. Swift. We don't know. <laughs> we might as well put like Bruno Mars on at this point. We're just like, ah, oh, is this uh, ooh. hide and seek? Hide and seek. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll oh. give it to you. Hey, two points. Nah, this guy writes lyrics. We got like... two and two. Let's freaking go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, we have two. I don't left. feel good about taking that one, but I'm glad to take hey, it. Okay. We got there. We got there. I'll sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next, this is our penultimate song. Bridge. Down. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here. He... Let's I got go. It. Let's go. Um, it's. It's the killers. It's um, it is the killers. Um, all these things that I've done. That was so fast, and you are so correct. <laughs> I'm gonna give the people the bridge. I know they want to hear it. I know. This is I a great hear it. bridge. This was a good pick. This was one of my like CD cars when oh, I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, me too. I you know, you know, like how good a, a car CD feels. Oh yeah. Like, Ten thousand listens. You know. This shit like devastated me in high school. I'd be like walking to science class listening to this. Oh, man. <laughs> I love a bridge. That's a great bridge. Great bridge. Okay, last one. Uh, according to the article that I read on Billboard.com, this is the best bridge of the 21st century. Oh, wow. Does anyone have any guesses before I play um, it? Best bridge of the 21st century. It's very iconic. Is you it? have definitely heard it at a wedding, at a school oh, dance. Okay. Oh. I feel like. Okay. I can't guess the song, but I, I have a few Gaga? artists in mind. Yeah, okay. I was thinking Gaga, too. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you said Gaga? That's uh, interesting. Oh. Oh. All right, let's hear it. Right now. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Buzz. 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 Come on for uh, your first point. 
Hey, uh. Yes! <laughs> I'm glad. Very good. Uh, well, Logan, congratulations. You are our winner. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank you. If I find a little creek, maybe I'll build you a little bridge. Oh, Thank sure. you for playing. Logan Bridge is falling down. Whoa! <laughs> um, that was. <laughs> Bridges. Hey, don't do it unless that. <laughs> what did we talk about before? <laughs> that was Bridges. You'll play for your great granddaughter. Thank you for game. playing. Maybe we'll bring this back. It was a list that's of a hundred. That's a good bridge. Oh, I could good. do that all night, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, spinoff podcast. Hell yeah. Um, how are we feeling? Does anyone need a refill? Does anyone? I'm kind of sweaty. Yeah, Should we turn on the AC for a bit? Sure. Yeah. Take sure. a little break. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gorge. When you- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't hit that button. We've just so much this episode; it's, it's getting sticky. <laughs> well, that's how that's how I feel about this album is air horn the whole time. You're so right, uh, and that's how like the Rolling Stones and Billboard Top 200. That's how everyone else in the world feel about this album in 1970. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this made your favorite list. The, yeah, the top 500 albums of all time. Yeah, how did you guys Rolling feel Stone? about this record in 1970? Um, you know, at the time, um, didn't care for it. When yeah, it, came out. No, it was. Uh, yeah, I was pretty incapable of listening to music in 1970. Yeah. So that kind of a yeah, my mom record was for me. born that year, so I guess yeah. like in a technical sense, you I did existed. exist. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. But um, I, yeah, I was kind of into Zappa at that point. I hadn't really, <laughs> you know, crossed into the folk stuff yet. But. I was smoking so much weed at the time. I don't really remember so how I high. felt about it. I was smoking so much weed, I thought Bob Dylan was a duo, too. Like, right? Like, <laughs> those are two first-person names. Bob and Dylan. <laughs> Someone lives in this just found out Bob Dylan's one guy. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. <laughs> Someone opened a Google Wait, so about fast. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> just one guy. No, wow. Um, <laughs> Wait till I tell him about Tame Impala. Um, Wait, what? But. <laughs> nothing. I love that band. Don't, don't Google it. Don't <laughs> right now. It's such a good I band. love that <laughs> band, band Four people as well. that yeah. all contribute. Right, people. right. That funny mm. cast of characters. There's no way one person could pull that out. No one could take on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, be a first. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't make someone spit take in the microphone, are we even a comedy music podcast? <laughs> we gotta do that at like a live show. Sure. I feel like I need an audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but so, yeah, broad sense, this schniz was like super acclaimed, quintuple, quadruple, sextuple, octuple, platinum. And then uh, they quit while they were on top. Yeah. Which is like not a bad thing to do, to just do like five records and have them all be great and then be done. And I- also like important context for this record, there was drama in the duo. Yeah. Drama. 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 <laughs> no, we want this sound for that one. <laughs> so we've got Paul Simon and Arthur Art in quotations Garfunkel um, who <laughs> this is how little I knew about Simon and Garfunkel before um, doing research for this episode I didn't know Art Garfunkel was an actor as well as a musician mm. um, but at the time of writing this record um, and also kind of beforehand he uh, Garfunkel of Simon and Garfunkel had to fly down to Mexico to like act in a film adaptation of Catch Twenty Two, mm-hmm. and so 
on this record, we're going to see a lot of themes of like, I miss my friend. And also like, maybe this is the end of a good thing. And also like, grr, I'm lonely. But yeah. also like, I get that. Like, that's justified. <laughs> if you like have a friend who's like doing cool uh-oh, shit. Uh-oh, I'm so scared, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach, you can never have a creative project of your own. No. <laughs> you can definitely much. yeah not be in a filmic adaptation deal as long as you don't do that hey i think he promised you zach that i'll never be in a film adaptation of catch 22 hey i'll never write our best song and leave you out of it a little bit and then and then break up after i release that record but i do know that this album is like you know sometimes there's a bridge and, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes bridges are over water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes those waters are troubled. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just life, baby. Yeah, and I'll hold you yeah. down. <laughs> Get into this. That was weird. Like, Get into oh, this. God. Sometimes the bridge is a metaphor. And also oh. the water is a metaphor. Whoa. Sometimes yeah. the bridge is a friend. Well, um, you know, sometimes the bridges are the friends. Wait. No. <laughs> and sometimes the <laughs> waters we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to make it's actually it's a uh, it's a simile. Yeah, you know. So yes, and no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah. What were you saying? I'm playing in the space with you, my friend. <laughs> I want to hear you say it. Say what? Like a bridge Continue. over trouble. It isn't yeah. a metaphor. It is a simile. simile yeah. Fuck. We've broken new ground oh here. God, you're so right. <laughs> he, oh, he is. you're so wow. right. Okay. Well, let's get into track number one. <laughs> track number one, Bridge Over Troubled Water. It is a simile. Yeah. Not a metaphor. My English teacher would be so pissed. <laughs> um, how do we feel? I, I wanted to ask you all this. How do we feel about this as an opener? I love it. I yeah? love it. Yeah. It's perfect. I've, I've always preferred an album that has like a very soft, um, like sets the mood in such a, somber way that's sort of like because lots of albums like they kind of like kick it off and it's like very aggressive in your face Mm -hmm. this is what we're gonna give you and like this is you know and i just i've I've always preferred just like we don't want to like just like you know like how you would open a show almost like you're gonna open up with your a big song that's Mm -hmm. sort of like i like more like you just drop the needle and like it's just very soft and somber and it sets a mood for like the rest of yeah, which lots of albums do that, and I always prefer that kind of sound. And I they just do it really well here. Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting visual is like dropping the needle on a record because there are a lot of records that I own that do start out with the banger, mm-hmm. and I'll drop the needle, and it'll be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Versus this one starts out very, like, nice. This one, it's almost kind of, it's not almost. What am I trying to say? There's, like, two ideas here, right? And there's like a runway to the second idea. Mm-hmm. And so like when you put it at the front of the record, it's like not necessarily pitting the banger first track because the banger like kind of happens at two minutes into the track, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so excellent first choice. Excellent planning there. Yeah. And it kind of previews. I don't know. We'll see like in the track list, like the vibe of like massive snare drum echo chamber mm-hmm. kind of like it's yeah. got a little bit of like kind of all the sounds on the album. You know, because it's like got like the the gossipy piano sort of thing. Mm, yeah. Um, so it's a nice, you know, taste of like everything that's going to happen later too. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of got the epicness and like the smallness. Right. It kind mm. of reminds me of um, 
is this it by the strokes because like they're oh. they open that with their self the self-titled song on the album and then it's also like the somber one on the album that's sort of like because nobody wants the first song to be like last night where it's just like Jun, 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 you know, like, right. like I like it's just better to you know yeah, do it that way, warm up a little, yeah, yeah, peak energy immediately, and then you're like, I need a Gatorade, yeah, <laughs> to make but, it through the rest. Yeah, <laughs> I said at the t- uh, at the top of the episode, I love these gospel chords. Did you guys find the the influence that Simon and Garfunkel were talking about when they when they wrote this? Yeah, it was yeah. definitely gospel. I mean, yeah, they're taking oh, yeah. us to church. It's a Swan Silvertones record. Yeah. So uh, he's like listening to the gospel, writing this, and then he writes it on guitar originally, mm-hmm. which does not sound as good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, it's okay, uh, but just something about like how much wider you can make the chords on piano mm-hmm. than guitar. Yeah, I think does the piece way more justice. Yeah, you guys want to hear the guitar? You version? just yeah. read my freaking yeah. mind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When you're weary, Feel sad when peace is all you see. Like the chords are so tight, right? Because you can only on piano, you can really stretch them out and do the uh, wide open chords. Artie and I, and oh, we'll cut before he says Artie. Hi, just hit myself in the mouth. Hi, Paul. <laughs> uh, oh, but can hey, we can we hear the 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 piano now? I'm sure everyone yes. has yeah. piano, but for contrast. Hmm. Like just objectively speaking, a million times better. It feels bigger yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, Paul said in an interview uh, in this documentary is that like when he heard it on the radio and how big the piano sounded, he's like, "That's how you knew it was good." It's good yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And as someone that plays piano, I think this is definitive proof that it is a better instrument <laughs> than guitar. Logan, you have any- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kind of on board with that. Okay, oh, that okay cool. Okay. We got, we settled it here. Wow. Was it for all? <laughs> cheers, cheers. Um, oh yeah. Just a, a funny thing that we learned from that documentary was the, because the the string arrangement is so good. Yeah. But the 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 person that they commissioned the label, I think, that brought it in, they they wrote it down as it's called like a pitcher of water or something. <laughs> Way less and so Paul Simon was like, okay, well he clearly didn't pay attention to what I sent him. And then you hear it back, you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, because an arranger probably doesn't care at all about like the, the words, title, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. The words were like, oh, sure, like a picture, like whatever, like these you know yeah. hippie kids are making or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Also, I think it's kind of like um, like the decision to like change that from guitar to piano, and then to put strings on it, and then to do like mm-hmm. all like the the big echo chamber stuff. Like every song on this album, it feels like there's a story behind it. Or like it just serendipitously, or they just made every right decision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Production wise, it's, yeah. it's yeah. flawless. Like there's yeah, no, yeah. Like and that's what we all hope. <laughs> like whatever discipline that you do is like it might, like that. It all leads to you know, yeah, the right because there's not you know a right. right choice, but like when you make an album like this, it seems so clearly like oh, of course you did you something know. right, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 something <laughs> worked. Yeah, it feels very akin to like when we were talking about like Steely Dan. Like, very meticulous, uh-huh. very, like, 
we know exactly what we want to get out of this and we're going to make these choices. Yeah, so the, uh, the the members, I'll pull up their names real fast, uh, that recorded all the band were part of the Wrecking Crew. Do you guys yes. know about the yeah. Wrecking Crew? Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah. Uh, for folks who don't, it's like this like conglomerate of like 20, 30 musicians who all recorded like all the backing tracks to like, uh, goodness, now I'm blanking because I messed Beach up my Boys, words. Beach Pet Boys, Sounds, thank you. Oh, Pet Sounds. And yeah. Mom, Mamas and Papas. Monkeys. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Sam Cooke. Yeah, huge, uh, hugely talented musicians uh, on this record and all those records as well. Uh, did you guys uh, in the documentary that they talk about the third verse of this song? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you want to tell us about that? Um, if I can remember it well enough, like just the fact that Paul Simon only wrote two verses. Uh huh. And then um, I for- what's the name of the producer that like worked with them? Roy Halley. Like, Roy Halley. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Roy Halley and Art Garfunkel were both like. This is an absolute banger. It needs it needs to like go somewhere and get like huge. It needs a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brought in a massive 1960s air horn. (laughs) (laughs) And back then, those were the size of like a car. The air horn. and he was kind of just like he wasn't. He was like sure, I guess. And like he wrote lyrics in the studio, and like apparently he never did that before. yeah. So he just kind of like was like sure wrote on a napkin like I'll be your friend and stuff I guess I and guess then, <laughs> and, and, um, silver hair and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. explicitly not heroin because uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a line this is my favorite line in the whole song I think I don't know why I think it's maybe because it's when in the like the backup vocals come in and they're both singing together mm-hmm. uh, but whenever he says sail on silver girl a lot of people interpret it that as like a heroin needle mm. Mm. Uh, interesting. But it's actually about his wife finding a gray hair. <laughs> that is more aligned to what I was envisioning. I cannot uh, imagine turning that into something that poetic. So it's like sail on, <laughs> comma, silver girl. Yeah. 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 Your time but, has come to shine. Like, you're, you yeah, know, it's Aww. beautiful. It's like really Aww. sweet that he's writing these yeah. words and singing them so nicely about his wife. That's like what we did to rock and roll in like, <laughs> in like the 60s music. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what journalism thing did that, but it's like, it was about heroin. Man. Yeah. Right. Right. It was such a thing. Where yeah. Uh, can we hear uh, Sail on Silver? Because this might be my favorite part of the whole record. Yeah. That bass comes in. I love, it does a slide up to it. Yeah. It's kind of some weird Sail choices, but it works. Silver girl. Sail on my. Your time has come to shine. Talk about a bridge, am I right? I wanted to keep going, but for for copyright reasons, we can't just play a whole song on the podcast, which is like dumb. Someone write your senator a letter. (laughs) (laughs) But comedy podcasts can play songs in their entirety uh, without copyright infringement. Yeah, I'm aligned. Yeah. 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 Man, that's just that's so great. pretty. Yeah. How often do you hear that snare sound like outside of this album? Like never. <laughs> no, right? yeah. it's wild. They had the one guy doing that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that echo that they choose, like that's I never hear that yeah. anywhere else. It's really open. Well, because right. there's not like a ton of other drums, right? Yeah, and they there's do it just... a lot on this album, but yeah. it never gets old. 
Yeah, um, it's great. It's a good snare sound. We had a bit where a couple of episodes ago we just listened to bad snare sounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. Because it's like, like you know one when you hear one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't well, tell you what makes it bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, what were some of those songs? I'm curious. Did you... Uh, Oh. Go listen to that episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we want to get our numbers okay. up. <laughs> what episode was it? Don't you know? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, okay. We do so many. <laughs> we say so much shit into a microphone. I like, after a recording session, I'm like, oh, yeah, we made that joke. That was fun. But yeah, what a, and, and it's a five minute song. Does that seem strange to you guys that yes. it's like five minutes in such a renowned hit? Yeah. 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 Well, it's kind of like the movie Akira for me. Because I've seen the movie Akira, if you guys are familiar. I haven't seen it. No. Mm. Okay, well, for the folks at home, I've seen it like five or six times. And every time I watch it, there's a scene that I'm like, I don't remember this. Or like what leads to, you know what I mean? There's like Mm. holes in it for me, even though I've seen it so many times. And I feel like this song is like that. Because sometimes like if I'm just having it on the background, I'll be like, this part of the song, like of course it does. And I've heard it before, but also like... Whoa, okay. I understand. You know. Preparing for this podcast episode, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like every time I listen to it, I'm finding, like, whoa, like, oh, this way, the way they did this is phenomenal. And yeah. Yeah. But like, it was always there the whole time. Yeah. Right. Really part, right. You know? yeah. You're just so like, you could take, that's how I feel about the movie Clue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, three endings, you yeah. know. Three endings. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Clue. Shall we continue? <laughs> Clue cast. We got the buzzword. Clue watch. <laughs> the secret word? Clue. In the dining room with the rope. I think Miss On the bridge it. over the troubled waters with <laughs> the condor. With the condor. Pass. Track number two, Ocondor Pasa, parentheses, if I could, close parentheses. Are we familiar with the legal stipulations not stipulations that sounds there was a battle there not was even it? a there battle was a there was a lawsuit. a lawsuit there was a lawsuit okay <laughs> um are we familiar are we familiar no because i knew it's uh not an original composition Correct. yes yeah. but i was unaware that someone sued there was a suit based on a misunderstanding so el condor pasa um or sorry pasa um I have a I have an 82 day Duolingo streak. I should know where to put my accents. Um, <laughs> when um, this song was, uh, I guess, being put together for this album, Paul Simon thought that it was like a traditional, like Peruvian folk song. Mm. Um, so, so like, like heard- in copyright. Like free, exactly, yeah. exactly. Free use, mama. Yeah. So he was like, let me just write some English lyrics and we'll record it and it'll be cute. Um, and then you know, later, uh, it came to light that it was not, in fact, a free use folk song. In fact, uh, it had been written by a Danielle Alamia Robles. Um, and his son was like, hey, guys, what the hell? You didn't credit my dad. And he sued them. And they were like, oh, sorry. To the original, like, they really borrow from it. Wait, they didn't oh, absolutely. I thought they credited, they didn't even do that. Not at first. Wow. Oh, okay. They do yeah. now. It's it credited now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a whole suit. His son wow. was like, guys, my dad freaking wrote this song. Like, what's up with that? Yeah. And they were like, oop, my bad. On thought it was a million dollar record, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> How many right. parties in 1970, like, was someone like, I love that song you wrote, Paul. And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
he thinks well, they, they meant they, wrote, I, would, like, I think they did accredit it to like because the original the uh, the composition Sarah's talking about is inspired by a folk yeah. song, right? Is that kind of how what I read? Perhaps I don't know the deets. I, I just they know the composition the that yeah. They, yeah. they lifted the melody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then added English lyrics mm-hmm. to a traditionally like Peruvian Spanish song. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, the song still slays. Yeah, I was like listening bit. to this for the first time ever when I was. Did deep they win the lawsuit? No, they. Oh, okay. I think they. They settled, Wait, they settled this is me paraphrasing okay. because I don't remember exactly. I'm sure they... <laughs> they got Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> Garfunkel's in Peru. It was a prisoner exchange, yeah. No, no they you probably just have... like paid him some money and was like, sorry, we'll credit your dad. Is yeah. What I'm yeah. yeah, I think that's what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Um, that's nice. Yeah. But it still slaps. Okay. I think the song is really cute. I like the English lyrics a lot. Yeah. And I, the first time I listened to the song, because it was the first time, period, like prepping for this podcast, I was just like walking to Starbucks. I was like, dog, I would so rather be a forest than a street. Like, I know. Like, you're so right. It's really relatable. <laughs> we, we had a bit idea of doing El Condor Pesa. Would you rather? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that kind of doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> 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 so I, okay. I would rather be a snail than a condor. Yeah, uh, you got you can you don't have legs. Wait, you'd rather oh. be a snail? He yeah, you don't have to walk. Snail. Um, you just, you just... He would prefer to be a sparrow. A sparrow. Yeah, funny you a say sparrow. that. Funny a you sparrow, say right? that. Yeah, you're gonna call me out. Yeah, because a day ago we were talking about this, and I've listened to this song hundreds yeah, of times. Most of your life, probably. Yeah, and um, you thought it was. You just found out multiple days ago <laughs> that it was sparrow or a snail and not spider or a snail. Oh. I thought he said spider. This is like the Freddy Sunshine episode yeah. when we thought it was we, sandwich we ruined the guy's versus whole sadness. Life because he had like this deep yeah. emotional connection. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this lyric that was sandwich or sadness instead of sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it was like a song about a couple and they were like, you eat up all my sadness versus you oh. eat up all my sandwich. <laughs> he thought it was sandwich. Sandwich. And then Whoa. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, genius.com says it's sad now. Yeah. But that just means that they can use that line because that line's really good. Yeah, it is. Oh Eat up all that sadness. Yeah. Lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. 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 Right? Exactly. Oh my God. Goodness. But it is funny how, like, you can live your whole life with a song and then it changes the word and you're like, oh. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> like, yeah. I like my way better. <laughs> I, I <laughs> spider. Yeah. I bet Paul Simon would like to be a spider. Uh, Paul Spider. Paul Spider. <laughs> <laughs> but he probably doesn't want to be a saint. Hey, yeah. We did uh, a whole freaking bit about this on the podcast. Yeah. Patron Saints. Saint Cecilia is the saint of musicians. Go listen to our oh, Saint, Vincent saint Vincent with Girl K. Okay. Go listen to our Girl K episode. We do a whole bit about freaking patron saints. Track number three, Cecilia. One of my... As someone as as someone who loves a catchy little upbeat melody, this is the second single. Is, mm, uh, it's one single. of my favorites. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it gets stuck in my head, and it's so fun. Um, and also lyrical speculation. I don't think this is like officially confirmed, but I thought it was fun. Um, so the song is like Cecilia is like this unfaithful like. Oh my god! I was in the bathroom brushing my freaking teeth, and I come back, and you're like with this dude in our bed. What is up with that, Cecilia? You're breaking my heart. I'm down on my knees. Like what the fuck, man? Saint <laughs> Cecilia, the patron saint of music, perhaps 
the song is not about an unfaithful lover, but instead about frustration with like musical inspiration and like what the hell, mm. Saint Cecilia? Like, why are you freaking blessing my peers with inspiration that I'm over here twiddling my dang thumbs? Mm. Um, I thought that was a very interesting interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Catholic like either. Well, no, but isn't didn't he say that? He the, says that's why yeah. he picked that name. Oh, but, work. But, yeah, but, no, no. But yeah, I didn't but put that, that together. Yeah. that's really no, cool. that, that's yeah. really yeah. cool. I, I thought like that, that was really fun. I thought it was really fun. I but like even, the song more now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even if it was just about like, hey, girl boss, why are you yeah. cheating on me? Like, I would still think it was catchy as hell and sing it to my cat. I I will say I like this song a lot, but I feel like it paved the way for every song you would hear in a Target or an Old Navy commercial (laughs) from like 1970 to now. Like just the, that, that same sound, like, like BPM, that same that kind sound of happy, like, yeah. So yeah, like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't. Okay, it kind of spawned a monster. <laughs> but All right. when, when you say that, I think of the middle by Zed and Camila Cabello. Cabello oh, and, why don't you meet me? Yeah, in the that, that like. I don't, there's not a lot of music I dislike, but when I hear that song, I get sad. Mm. <laughs> I bet that song is a really good bridge, though. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is crazy, though. Should I play? Um, I'm going to play a little bit of this because I think I have a timestamp that highlights how, like, Old Navy back to school commercial this can get. Oh, no. And I think Someone it's fun and whimsical. <laughs> yeah. It's okay because they, okay they did it first, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a Carly Rae Jepsen girl. I'm a pop girl. I, I love some fun, goofy, whimsical shit. I really want to know about this kick drum. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. Like the piano bench kick drum or like what they're using for it? Or There's like a kick in the ear, but it's like in the right ear, which is so interesting to it's me. very 60s, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, it's like... I don't think they used real drums on this, though. I think it's just uh, like... It's all them They're like whacking padding. kitchen yeah. counters and uh, <laughs> guitar cases. And there, what was the thing about like the tape machine? Like the... They, had, um, they, they looped it. Like they looped just this like one... Like they, they were playing for like five minutes or something and they found like one good minute where the groove was really good so they looped that ah, yeah. for this song or yeah and, and, oh, yeah and it was just them Whoa. basically they were talking like about it was this was around the time of the manson murders and oh. they were up late and they were kind of scared at like it was like midnight or something Spook. so they started making a lot of noise they were like drinking and just hanging out and they're like we don't like being alone so we'll just <laughs> get loud and that's they like one of them was hitting a guitar case. One of them was hitting like a kitchen counter. And then someone was like, this sounds good. We should record this. <laughs> so they recorded it for like 30 minutes to like an hour. That's amazing. And then they listened to it back and they were like, one minute out of this is really good. And that's yeah. what they loop in this song. <gasps> so there's no drums on this. It's just like inanimate objects. So, yeah. so some bassy it sounds so object. good. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And they put it all in the right ear. Let's find out. This won't matter to our podcast listeners. It will not we, matter because we, we do export put this out in mono. mono but, <laughs> Sorry. but for us here. If you listen with one ear in your right ear, one headphone in your right ear, uh, it'll be the kick will be in your right ear. <laughs> if you listen with one headphone in your left ear, I'm so sorry. The kick will be in the wrong ear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, so it's just in the right, which is so like. This fall at Old Navy. Oh, I see it. I see I it now. You. I see it now. Okay. Come back in oh khaki and pull us wow. for the whole I'm family. I'm telling you, dude. 
That blew my mind. <laughs> back to school wear. Half <laughs> <laughs> off. More like back to cool. Twenty four ninety nine shorts for your children. Oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh. Five ninety nine. Simon and denim. Garfunkel walked so American authors could run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't need to ruin the song for you. No, because I, I like love it. the I love the xyl because with the xylophone. Is it basically just played random notes on a xylophone? <laughs> yeah. And then they like compress they say they compressed it so much. I don't know. They did something to like the tape where it just became almost like atonal, you know, where mm. it's just like doesn't matter what you play. It just yeah. blinks and blinks. Yeah, there's yeah. like harmonic stuff. I think going it's the on. whistle melody that makes it so back to schooly. Very mm. much. Yeah. Very okay. much. So I can still like the xylophone. You can still like the xylophone. <laughs> okay. But also Listen, like, almost- I didn't mean to <laughs> No, I know. I it almost sounds kinda washboardy. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, just kind of campy spoons. and like fun. <laughs> you guys know what Old Navy does? Hmm. Keeps the customer satisfied. Mm. Hey, oh. as an Old Navy customer, <laughs> I've been consistently satisfied. I've been satisfied. Since old Navy was like big for Navy me in middle fine. school. Yeah. yeah. They, they had the graphic t-shirts that I liked. Mm-hmm. The You know, the homework stinks mm-hmm. and the Rolling oh, Stones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you didn't get a Rolling Stones t-shirt from Old yeah. Navy, are you even <laughs> rock and roll? <laughs> Can we talk about the difference between like I'm doing quotes, boys graphic tees and like girls graphic tees like Old Navy. Because the boys ones would be like, homework sucks. And the girls ones would be like, I love my mom. <laughs> See, I'd rather have that. That's so yeah, much better. That's like, like, I definitely had a shirt that said, I love my mom. I definitely had a shirt that said, I love my dad. And I definitely had a shirt that said, like, I love my sister. And they were all from Old Navy. <laughs> Your family just really wanted, like, to know that you loved them. <laughs> they want me to, like, blast it to my third grade class. <laughs> uh, but this uh, this one, Keep the Customer Satisfied, I think is, would you, would you guys tell me about the name? What do you guys think about the name of this one? I, I first off, this is, like, probably my favorite on the album. Oh, nice. Aside yeah. yeah. from one, this one, like, it's so unique, and I've never like heard a song like it ever. And um, I remember like hearing it for the first time when I was really young, and then like going on a family vacation. And this is so cheesy, but like we went, we never flew, but we we did one vacation where we flew. I think it was to Arizona, and on our way back, I timed up on my iPod uh, Nano. That as soon as we landed, I would hear, gee, but it's great to be back. Yes! And I was like, I felt so cool. I was like, awesome. yes. Um, but I, yeah, I love this song. And I think the title might be sort of what you were saying about Cecilia. I really think that um, he was writing about potentially the music industry and yeah. his fans. Because he's talking about being on the road and being exhausted. And now he's just trying to keep the customer satisfied. It might be his label. It might be... Oh, it might be the fans, but it was very like, I can't do right on the road. And like, I'm just trying to make a product that you like and keep. And I I do. I think it's potentially about that. Yeah, they're they're like rock stars at this time. They're five albums deep. Yeah, it's it's probably hard, especially like sometimes I think what do they call it? Like the sophomore slump, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It's probably hard to write five incredible albums and keep the customer satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is crazy too having a creative project like that and being like oh wait i'm kind of a product here like very much yeah. like kind of self-aware that, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like very much like 
people are deciding how good or bad they think I am. And like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a weird thing to contend with. Um, and I feel like you do really see that in this song. Because they're also making money from these people too. Like they're not kind of customers. They're buying the merch. It's got a really good, a really good line that I like a lot. Uh, I get slandered, libeled. I hear words I never heard in the Bible. Yeah, so, <laughs> good. Good. so good, so good, incredible. <laughs> and if uh, if I was in charge of the game tonight, I was gonna bring uh, a game of tweets about words that aren't in the Bible and make you guess who tweeted it. Cute. <laughs> 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 They're all like Azalea Banks. <laughs> crazy, crazy tweets with words that are not in the Bible. <laughs> Did you guys watch Succession? Like oh. when they play good tweet, bad tweet in the car? Yes. That just made me think of that. That's funny. I do have one note for this that is in all caps. And I think it's just me saying I really like the the delivery of one step away from the candy line. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The, the, yeah. the harmonies it's, are it's so, so tight here. That good. Yeah. Yeah. perfect. It's like, so fun. I don't know. This is like a very like 50s, 60s song, you know, like harmonically. Yeah. I, guess. I feel yeah. like it is, but I yeah. still But like, like there's this like epicness in it that yeah. is like it kind of yeah. what you're saying, like unrepeat. It's like what? Like how did they even like make it's that? It's so unique. It's like yeah. a dream. It's like if you try to remember mm-hmm. you know, if you're like 90 <laughs> and you're like Bubba Hotep, you know, just in your yeah. uh, you know, you're just like, remember what, you know. <laughs> that song on the radio. What was that song Game on the radio in 1960? <laughs> sure, Grandpa. in your head. You know, it was like yeah. it was in like the bathroom of like the pool house in some state you didn't even grow up in on a yeah. radio, like reverberating in like a big hall. But I think like yeah. that made no sense. But yeah, no, it actually made a lot of <laughs> yeah, no. Way. But I think you could play this song without the horns and be like, "That's still really good." Yeah, horns totally. might be too much, but the, it actually no. adds a lot. Like no, I love so good. the stabs when it's like, it's very knock on wood. In the harmonies, yeah. But I even love the guitar, like the acoustic guitar chugs at times, like a really good. Do we want to hear any of this? Do you have a timestamp? Why not? No, just play some of the Let's just hear, let's just hear a single horde stab. That's all I need. <laughs> That's very boring. Yeah, there is a horde stab. stab on the... To assume I can... <laughs> oh, wait. No, we don't want the air horn. Yet. Oh, Sorry. dude. I mean, that's just <laughs> musical genius right there. <laughs> <laughs> One step away from... Story. Oh, here's my favorite line. <laughs> Sorry, this guy is good at buttons. <laughs> it's in the key. <laughs> oh, really fun. Like a pro- like a cultural product, like just trying to keep. I mean, capitalism sucks. I say this every episode. Uh, <laughs> Can I just say? But also, it inspired that song. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thank God. So it's points. not that bad. Pro <laughs> I have three points actually. Okay, okay. <laughs> Point number one: I love capitalism. <laughs> Point number two: I love horns. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. Point number three: I have not listened to this 
in stereo on these really nice headphones yet. Yeah, the and I'm like are... really having an right. experience yeah. right now. And made me feel something. It's yeah. so good. There's so, it's like pure joy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wait, what is this feeling? I'm so happy. Like, I think I actually don't need to go to therapy next week. Like, I'm, I'm having a really fun like, time. Just going to ride this buzz <laughs> all the yeah. Just bring these headphones to your therapist. Yeah. Put it on. Yeah. I understand. No. Did you, I'm going to be like, you Kelsey, never told dude, me. get into this. It's a Barry Sacks. A Barry Sacks. Like that low, like, brrr. So oh, my good. God. <laughs> who, need, you don't, who needs SSRIs? You just need a Barry Sacks and nice headphones. <laughs> well, imagine, imagine if... um. You know, the benefit of capitalism is that you could pay someone to stand next Ooh. to your bed with a berry sack. <laughs> Whenever you're sad, you'd be like, snap your fingers and let's go. You know, this is, this is turning me around. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think you guys are onto something. <laughs> Checkmate, Marxist. Yeah, uh, if you play berry sacks really good, uh, <laughs> send us a DM at Alma Bruce. I, in fact, love late stage stage capitalism. <laughs> I love the gig economy. And I would love to flush my Lexapro down the drain. I just hire a saxophone player. Saxophone I can afford it. There's, yeah. probably, a, there's, probably, an app. there's probably an app for it. It's like Uber Eats, but it's like Uber Sax. Like, <laughs> be really careful typing that in. <laughs> can we buy that URL? Yeah, we should. <laughs> Ubersax.com <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> so speaking of late stage capitalism and, and housing inequality, let's talk about Frank Lloyd Wright. Um, <laughs> so who was, who was an architect who uh, exclusively built houses for millionaires. And also, I love Bossa Nova. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Major seventh chord. This is sick. your favorite, isn't it? Oh, tell the, us more. Okay, I, this between two. Okay, yeah. but this is probably. Um, and I think this is the song. That fits this description the most, but I would argue, I could have said this at the top, but I forgot. But this album is like the greatest shower album ever. <laughs> Ooh, 37 minutes. Yeah. I love well, a shower album. Well, okay, so if you're like me. From and shit you have to shave, right? That, okay, that <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. Out of my mouth. Perfect. Exactly that scenario. I was about to do a whole five-minute version of that. You condensed it into three words. <laughs> From shit to shave, yes. best shot. That's yeah. my that's my pitch. You're, um, <laughs> you're happy. You got. Stuff. I'm such a happy. You got Barry so. sacks. Do you have to wow. shit before yeah. you? Oh, you shave. Oh, yeah. And shave. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Um, yeah, but um. Yeah, because yeah, by the time so by the time this song comes on, you're in the shower stage. Yes. If everything's going okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like this <laughs> is brilliant. Yes, this yeah, with the yeah. shampoo. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Mm, I mean, but I so like bad. what you were saying earlier about how like. Um, how like when you're younger and we were listening to some middle school you liked Mm. some of the like like cecilia or maybe uh bye bye love but now like Uh these are the songs yeah like you mature Mm. with the album you still like those songs but you're like why wasn't i liking this at you know 12 or 13 yeah when i was 12 this is like a slow song right and now it like rocks my bones yeah Yeah. man there's no harder drop than uh when he comes in with the art text text me comment uh could text me like that i I love that line yeah Me. 
don't know how mm-hmm. they decide who like gets what line, but they do it so well. Yeah. They like yeah. trade off like parts. That just that him singing that those yeah. lines is always but like it, it's just random spoken melody, and mm-hmm. then it goes back to like instrumental. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't just they, they had their finger on the pulse of like the energy of all of these songs. Yeah, like, yeah. so well. Um, yeah, <laughs> talented cats. You know, yeah. like Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> guys. Uh, oh my goodness. Can we find, I don't have a timestamp either, for this really cool melody. I think it's a flat six. You play piano, ooh, you might know. Uh, but I think the I think the melody from Long to Frank in the first line is like this really cool interval that just kind of like, kind of makes my hair stand up. Yeah. Is gone so soon. I barely learned the tune so soon. So soon, I remember Frank Lloyd Wright. All of the nights we'd harmonize till dawn. I mean, that melody I mean, is just perfect. Yeah, just, I know. Like everything yeah, is just yeah, it's gorgeous. Also, like you get to hear how good of a guitar player Paul Simon is, which he doesn't. Yeah. He's known for being a songwriter, yeah. but his playing is incredible. Really articulate. Quite yes. delicious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Scrumptious. Yum, yum, yum. Yum. Eat it all up. Speaking of eating, is that going to the, I don't know. <laughs> I, tried, I, tried, what? I was going to say, I kind of want another cookie because we had cookies for snacks. <laughs> you want to, hey, cookie break? Cookie break. <laughs> Cameron, we have to make a new I sound effect. I think this effect. is when you would flip the, no, this is the end of the egg yes, side. You're yeah, you're right. You're right. So long. A sound effect for that, for just someone like, I got you, I got you. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. That's what I hear every That's time. Right. A small air horn by my record player that I hit every time I flip the record. Just for the vibes. <laughs> the time has come for this cookie. Um, nom, 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 oh, nom, 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 Ah, bye-bye. So we used to record at Zach's place, and now we're recording at my place. And... um partially we moved down here because it's like an easy convenient location and also like zach has radiators at his apartment Mm -hmm. um so that would get really loud and inconvenient in the winter and i have central heat and you know blah 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 blah, sound um but also zach's dog (laughs) gets really excited especially when there are ladies over when girl guests come over roscoe like like just wants to sit on their lap (laughs) guys come over on the podcast and he's like i don't even know who this guy is why is he in my apartment (laughs) right right (laughs) girls come on the show he's like i'm gonna sit on their lap you're my best friend in the whole world and i'm gonna kiss your face and then he's gonna scratch his ear really loud which is just great audio just really good for our listeners yeah Uh, his like (laughs) collar tags in the background i I can hear it already yeah you probably have heard it if you're a like a season two listener. Yeah. Well, uh, what kind of dog do you have? Um, he is the boxer. Or a boxer. <laughs> well, he's a boxer mix. He's like a little bit boxer. Yeah. You know what would be a good sample is the drum from the boxer. Just... Oh, yeah. Well, more on that. Hey, let's talk more about track number six, the boxer. This is one that made me tear up. <laughs> This is a really yeah. good one. It this is. is. Yeah. It is. And this like this one also transcends. Like I, I remember liking this young and liking it old. Like this mm-hmm. is one of those that's just 
you know, timeless, I guess. Do you feel like you liked it for the same reasons? I don't think so. No, I think I think it's a really beautiful piece of music when you're 11 or 12. Like it's it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And then the lyrics really hit you when you're, you know, maybe 18 plus. Um, Yeah, because they're pretty deep. Right, they're when really deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's such a good like piece of music. Like it's such a good like, and it, and the production on it is amazing. Like there's not. I had this in my notes, and tell me if you two agree. This is like the most Simon and Garfunkel-y sounding song on the record. Oh yeah, very much. Yeah, I would okay. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it just it just sounds like Simon and Garfunkel, and Definitely. I love it for it. Because this, like, without the production stuff, could have been, like, on a different Simon and Garfunkel album. If it was just them with mm-hmm. acoustic guitars singing it, you know? Yeah. And then it's got all the Bridge Over Trouble Water, you know, like... Production. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. nuclear snare and right, all this stuff. Right. Um, Very much. And uh, um, the really cool um, solo thingy. Is that a solo? Oh, so yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. You it's like, got oh, that. Yeah, because kind of... we're, <laughs> we're watching the documentary and... Uh, they're talking about the song and they're playing a snippet of like this instrumental section. And I was like, is that a lap steel or a trumpet? And I was like, I think it's both. And it was both. <gasps> it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Nice. Yeah. Cause they, I didn't um, hear either. Yeah. But, they like synthesized. Oh, yeah. Like they just played them both at the same time to the point where you can't tell which one it is. You know? But I would be interested if you have access to this, basically they, they, he had a written verse for that. And, Art Garfunkel sang that melody and was like, we should put this cool melody um, here. And then they ended up doing that. Oh. Um, but when they did this song live, they would leave that verse in. And it's mm-hmm. a really good verse. Like it's, Ooh. it might make you cry. <laughs> so I, I kind of want you guys to hear it. <laughs> because find like, it? We could spend two minutes and find it. Yeah, yeah. Because I wonder if you think the lyrics hit harder than what was cut out or like, because that is a really good melody. But yeah. But. And- it's interesting that he took it out because it's it's lyrics that feel like they belong in the song. It took, yeah. Like he took time to write them mm-hmm. and um, felt them. Kind of the opposite of this, so we don't have to pull up too many things. Um, but I'll I'll talk about it. My relationship. Jamie, can you pull up that? Uh, <laughs> that- <laughs> J- J- yeah. So like, apparently Paul Simon wrote this on a UFO. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, Jamie, can you pull up the UFO? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite versions of this song is a band called Material Issue. I don't know if you know them. They're from Chicago in the 90s. Oh. My friends... Oh, this is kind of like my... Could have been my bit at the beginning. Like like Weezer and like all these other bands like opened for them at some point. Oh. Like Whoa. before they were big. Yeah, like the late 80s, early 90s. They did like MTV Spring Break. And then they yeah, got classic yeah. like... Got signed, first big album. Anyway, long explanation. There's a live version on a deluxe version. There's a deluxe version of one of their albums where they have a live The Boxer cover. And Jim Ellison, the lead singer, doesn't get any of the fucking words right. I'm just a boxer. I come looking for a job. And they put it on the record still? Yes. Yeah. It's like two minutes. And it's mostly just them going like, but it's like a 90s yeah, like power pop version. Everyone, It's kind of like Bye Bye Love, though, because everyone in the crowd is doing the chorus. And that's the only part that like anyone else knew, yeah. I guess. No one probably even really noticed. Cool. <laughs> no, not at all. Anyway. just clap during every Simon and Garfunkel song. <laughs> bye Bye Love was before this and they haven't stopped. <laughs> they haven't They're stopped. like, oh god. 
What instrument is that? Is that an oboe? Some sort of clarinet. I can't tell if it's double reed or not. Okay, nerd. Uh, oboe sounds more like the the duck from Peter and the Wolf. Mm. La, la, la. Simon and Garfunkel fans like can clap in time and on the board. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, like, that's really nice of them. During this live version, like Billy Joel, that's it. <laughs> I mean, does that happen to you? I don't like the. I'm hearing the accordion uh-huh. and uh, sounds like Piano Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, I did yeah. see Piano Man live Whoa. at Von Ruin one year. Life changing. Nice. Was it the boxer? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Wait, are you looking for the? We're looking for the solo that this we is the live version of okay. the mystery. It's from universe. if you type in, um, I'm gonna sound like yeah, such yeah. a nerd. Yeah, yeah. No, if I you mean, type in Simon space, and Garfunkel, the boxer, live at okay. Central Park, um, it should be at the basically the same part that you just dropped us. <laughs> you can do the exact timestamp. It should be around like 22 minutes and 32 seconds. So it's about um, three minutes. <laughs> So we tell you slow to go. Welcome back. <laughs> Come on from the whores on Seventh Avenue. I do declare there were times when I was so lonesome I took some comfort there. Ooh, la 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 la. Okay, right here. Now the years are rolling by me They are rocking evenly And I am older than I once was And younger than I'll be That's not unusual Though it isn't strange After changes upon changes We are more or less the same After changes we are more or less the same and that's yeah that's what they decided to take out which is crazy because that's like that's such a beautiful sentiment it is i can't believe this next song they they wrote a whole song after the movie baby driver yeah before (laughs) it came out named after the freaking song me knowing one film i can't believe they were just like hey you know this race car musical where like they made the car dance instead of people like let's just write a song about it (laughs) That's what Baby Driver is to me. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> Have um, you seen Baby Driver? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen any I still haven't movies. seen it either. You <laughs> haven't seen it? Yeah, I, I, I saw it, it in uh, theaters the only time but I saw it. But I know, it. It I'm sure though. if you typed in Baby Driver, all the comments would be like, who came here from the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. Because oh. there are two versions, right? There's like the OG from like the 80s, and then there's the one with the Stranger Things boy. Wait, what? Oh, oh no. There's no, another no, no. baby Wait. driver and it oh. has like a straight. No, it's not Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, boy. that's the thing I'm saying. No. Yeah, yeah. It's, what no. am I thinking of? There's... It. You're thinking of it. No, not right? it. Oh, no, there's sure. a there's another movie with Stranger Things. Oh, there's a movie with Stranger Things boy, uh-huh. and he plays an Uber driver who kills people on. Oh, you're talking street? about the guy from. You're talking about Joe Curie. Yes, yeah, Joe yeah, Curie. yeah. yeah. Uh, post driver. Animal, shout out. Post shout animal. out, Post Animal. <laughs> um, I remember I saw Post Animal live in 2016 in Chicago, like months before he left. Wow. And this was like two months after the first season of Stranger Things, like became a culture. Like to, so, like December it, it of is, 2016. It was kind of weird to see him like on the stage right well it was the whole audience was just like 
<laughs> anyway, that is massive aside to I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Ansel um, What song are we doing? <laughs> this is baby song number driver. seven. <laughs> Lucky number seven, Baby Driver. Yes. Inspired the name of 2017's Baby Driver. I mean, this is a freaking rock and roll song. It's a great song. I don't usually like rock and roll music. It annoys me a lot. But I like this one a lot. That's very brave to say in the Chicago music scene. (laughs) I don't like um, (laughs) traditional rock and roll. You're talking about like the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Or just like anything that's like, you're so sweet. Like, baby. Like, that sentiment is so... But I love the lyrics and I love the... I don't know. It's just such a... It's... Yeah, well, the lyrics are like the percussion clever. is so yeah. Good. I mean, it's an, again, it's like keep the customer satisfied. Where it's a very simple, like a derivative, almost like song song, like at the yeah. base of it. But then they like there's just so much magic on top of and it. And it's kind of a parody yeah. of like early Beach Boys, like yes, little yeah. Honda yeah. and stuff like that, and the little. But like, I love that. Between this and the song that, so they have a documentary TV um, special that came out. Right before the album called Songs Over America. And there's some like behind the scenes stuff in there. And there's a song in there that like oh he he like shout it's like a line about like Cuba, like like adios, you know, cu- you know, something about like, you know, politics, Cold War. And that we were joking how that's like Paul Simon trying to write um back in the USSR. And I just realized you saying that this is kind of it doesn't have like the yeah. lyrical angle anymore, but like twelve bar like the blue you know Beach yeah. Boys parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is their back in the USSR. Yeah, sorry for bringing up the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do apologize. <laughs> yeah, we're Wait, I thought that did the heartbeat. Oh, it's it just quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Beatles. Um. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's such like a not drum heavy album, yet the percussion is so mm-hmm. like present. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And this one especially. Yeah. Also, the sex appeal line, crazy. But yeah. um, <laughs> I read that this was kind of like a tongue in cheek like song about sex. But I'm like, I couldn't actually like fit yeah, it anywhere from line does the, go dummy. Yeah. yeah. Sex but, is that but, thing where like two people wrestle, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was cooler like when I, you know. So when yeah. a mommy and a daddy and no one else are uh, very no much in love, uh-huh. sometimes they wrestle. Oh, and yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. And that's exactly it. what happens. Oh, that? Okay. Yeah. 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 That explains a lot of what I heard in my channel. <laughs> <laughs> You heard that in your childhood? Yeah. <laughs> I've lost my touch. <laughs> um, but it's funny you say the baby driver thing, because we don't have to open up this can of worms, but I do have a theory that I can also go by the baby driver theory. I love it, worms. It goes by the Guardians of the Galaxy theory, where if you take any 70s song and put it in some shitty Marvel movie, everyone... All of a sudden, love seventies music. It's a great seventies song. That's a really good That's theory. That's so funny. And like, I think just I 70s. think I I had like a, a little party in college, and some of my friends, like I went to OSU, so some of my friends were in fraternities and stuff, and I was playing like just kind of a playlist of like seventies hits, like it was like Fleetwood Mac and Beach Boys and stuff, yeah. and then someone at one point, this guy who I went to high school with, was like, "What is this?" crap i was like whoa and then this for come and get your love no. came on that was in gardens of the galaxy and he just goes 
oh, come and get your love. Let's go. <laughs> and he starts getting down. I'm like, it's the same genre, same era as everything. But because he recognizes it from a movie. Yeah. Dang. Like, all of a sudden. So I think, um, yeah, I know. I I'm sure Baby Driver inspired. I think that is a very sound theory. Yeah. I think that is very sound but yeah. I, am, I almost want to role play that scenario, but that might be getting too off. <laughs> I, I did see a really good video recently where they did the Gardens of the Galaxy thing, where it's just like space happening and good 70s songs, uh-huh. but they put it over uh, prequel space stuff happening. Ooh. And I was like, this is just a good mix. Gardens of the Galaxy just yeah. like figured yeah. out yeah. that like yeah. sci- cool sci fi stuff sounds good over like yeah. 70s songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. But your point movies, is but, that, yeah, the, um, but like you know, like some yeah, some of them might interesting not, how yeah. they put that because it becomes modern all of a sudden, yeah, right, right. Um, that, which is so strange. Like, I think about like sense. we we had a whole episode of um, talking about Hounds of Love by Kate Bush. Yeah, uh-huh. it feels very adjacent. Yeah. To, yeah. not to bring it well, exactly to bring it back to Stranger Things, Master of Puppets, right? But yeah, the one that yeah, yeah, like the way that running up that hill mm-hmm. um, was in Stranger Things, and then all of a sudden, people are like, "Oh my god, I love that Kate Bush song!" Like yeah. it's very that. It's yeah. strange. I don't yeah. get it. It's, it's a stranger, stranger thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Bam>. Thank you. <laughs> um, after Thanos killed everybody in New York, uh, there was only one living boy in New York. <laughs> Did Thanos really? I you know, he killed yeah. half everybody in New York. Yeah, what? he killed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I he killed Probably Carfunkel. exactly <laughs> one Marvel movie. So, uh, spoiler alert. I remember, yeah. You guys remember when this was a big spoiler? Yeah. Dude, don't, I haven't seen Infinity War yet. That was like the only bad thing about 2019, right? Remember a simpler time, right? The only yeah. bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of going through it. <laughs> but this, this one's my favorite. This might be. Yeah, this, this is tied favorite. for my favorite. This <sighs> song is aged incredibly well. Yeah. Yes. I feel like it paved... The landscape I, for modern indie. I'm sure Phoebe Bridgers oh. like listens to this song religiously. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's a great yeah. song. Like it's just held up. Yeah, no, the harmonies. Like I mean, everything. I don't even know what to say because the bass line about it is like, beautiful. The bass, yeah, which is actually like um, chopped. Right? Weren't they talking about how? Because um, you know, it's one of the Wrecking Crew guys playing it. Yeah. On a, but it's uh, it's very string? busy for yeah. like a acoustic it's, song. And like so. I, I love yeah the, like the busy melodic bass line in a chill song and like you never even you know yeah even like hit your radar right you know like you know this you're not like also, shut up and you're like that's good and this one also like <laughs> keep the customer satisfied I I don't know another song like it like, it's yeah very unique um this is why I love recording this podcast <laughs> is I'm like. I don't play any instruments and I don't write music. So I'm a very like lyrics and vibes gal. So when I hear people gushing about the instruments, I'm like, no, wait, you're so fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I love doing this shit. Cause I'm coming yeah. in prepared the way I've prepared. But I'm like, wait, yeah. I didn't even fucking pick up on that. Should we listen to a little bit of this song? Yeah. Just to get into this energy. It brings you kind of down from. I want to hear uh, in these headphones. Race car sex song. Oh, big time! Yeah, it's like. Did you listen to this when you took off during the family vacation? <laughs> Definitely. Me crying on an airplane, asking for a ginger ale. Oh, this is like definitely like an almost famous like chasing the airplane song, big time. Dun, 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 dun. 
This is like when you're getting out of the shower. And yeah, entering the shave stage. <laughs> yeah. And it's magical. Have some coffee there already. It's so much more sweet once you realize what it's about, too. Yes, yeah. These guys are just such good friends. <laughs> this is the Catch-22 one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the I love when they sync up that harmony where um, they, they do like that section where he's doing the harmony part. And um, he's, I forget what Paul says, but it lines up where Art is like, here I am. At the same time, he's asking where he is, and they like lock into your headphones, and it's oh, it's just it's, oh, it's, 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 it's the 1969 equivalent of Meet Me Halfway. Right at the borderline. Um, what the uh, everything I said at the beginning of this episode, where I was like, "Hey, girl, these friends miss each other." Like yeah. Yeah. this is very like a culmination of that, and so listening and being like. My God, he misses his friend, yeah. and like the fact that the two of them are both very like raised in Queens, like making their music in New York, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I'm the only person here mm-hmm. yeah. because my friend uh, is gone, and he's filming a movie." But he's calling him every day, like Artie, come back, Artie, baby, please. Artie, who's that in the background? <laughs> is that Bob Newhart? <laughs> oh, I guess I'll just go hang out with Bob Newhart now. So long. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> um, but also, like the little like sentiments, like because he starts it with Tom, get your plane on time, and um, they used to call themselves Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. So only Garfunkel would know that he's referring to him. It's that like so hard. Doesn't I mean, that make you want to oh. freaking weep? Yeah, <laughs> it makes me want to. Cry. Can we pause for a cry session? Cry break. I don't think we've had anyone like actually cry on the show before. Not yet. But like I could. <laughs> yeah. I could. I could. Yeah. If I think about it long it's, enough. It's really like nice and tender for like two men in the 70s, right? Like, yeah. 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 Like really. Just two good friends. Yeah. Just two. And that bridge. That's a great yeah. bridge, too. You should just be able to tell your friends you love them, right? Hey, Zach. Yeah. I love you very much. Oh, I love you too. Mm. I would write a sad song about you if you went and filmed a movie in New York. I'd probably do the New same, Mexico. even though I don't write music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be perhaps a bit derivative, but sure. I would do it. Bit derivative or a bit derivative? Ooh. That's, I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Bit derivative, great band name. Bit derivative. That's when we start like making cover songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we hear the organ in this one before we move on? Yeah, right? girl. It's like 240. Organ is just a great, sad sounding instrument, Man. too, right? Yeah, I grew up in the church. It's just like okay. Also, yeah, that harmony is where there's that's like twenty Simon and Garfunkels in an echo chamber. Just like they just kept doing it over and over. Uh-huh. Like this is all indie music. Is trying to be yeah. <laughs> like the reverb wash stuff. I just, they how... really had the Capitol record, you know, yeah. yeah, reverb tank. I don't mean that as shade either. I'm just saying. And I love how the percussion is like someone shaking their metal watch, basically. Like there's yeah. not a lot going on there, oh. but it's yeah. feel it's really rhythmic. So like, yeah. 
but the organ like it's such a cool and like memorable moment and melody and like adds to it but it's like that 60s thing where like it just shows up for like 10 seconds <laughs> right you know and then dips but like it's such like you know they just hit him with that whiter shade of pale sort of thing mm, yeah they like lug in this Hammond organ, like this yeah. really expensive instrument, and they're like, do, 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 do. And that's all I need. <laughs> Get this away from me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank side. you, organ. That's really good. I never wanted, I wanted this organ destroyed. <laughs> and then the organ goes home, and the organ is like missing Simon and Garfunkel. And the organ's like, hey, why don't you write me? Why don't you write me anymore? Girl, I miss you. Now we're happy again. <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> that really is kind of acting up. That's so funny. Tired. <laughs> Please, no more. <laughs> no I've more given all I got. <laughs> I've been doing this for three years. <laughs> Track number nine. Why don't you write me? This one kind of made me giggle a little bit. I liked it. It was catchy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's ska like influenced, and oh, I love that rhythm yeah. and like. It's very catchy, and like yeah. Andrew and I, we mm. love like the, first and foremost, we love catchy melodies. Well, speak for yourself. I <laughs> mean, got, I'm doing too many jokes. Continue. Sorry. May um, I say the trenches are an incredibly catchy, at least on your most recent EP, incredibly catchy music. Thanks. It's Thank been you. earworming <laughs> into my yeah. little ears. I yeah, and that's that's probably a result of hearing this album, you know, many early times. on. But yeah. I just love the the melodies on this song, and I love the outro a mm. lot. Like whatever Paul Simon does when he like sort of like rants at the end mm-hmm. when he does all the week days of the week. I don't know if you have that cued, but I no, love can find it. the his the lyrics there. Mm. Rebecca yeah, Black, take I mean, notes. This is how you properly yeah. sing about the days of the week. Two lines are so funny to me. Because <laughs> if you drink iodine, you just get like a tummy ache. Yeah. And then like a line later, he's like, I'm going to hang myself. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hilarious. Like, from tummy ache to 10. Like, <laughs> Is that not the natural progression when you have a tummy ache? Yeah. That, I mean, I, I, sorry. Have you ever had a tummy ache before? Clearly I've never no. drink in a bottle of iodine. Because <laughs> when I have a tummy ache, girl, it's over. Also, Art Garfunkel leaves for like a month and he's like, I'm going to drink iodine and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Also, this is like the, the 60s equivalent of like, of someone like not texting you back. Well, that's, that's whenever I listen to, uh, whenever I listen to music from the 60s in the 70s, because they, they touch on this, but the Beach Boys have a lot of songs about like not being written. Yeah. And like. You know, it's one thing to like have a text and maybe see like the red receipt or something. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine checking the mail every day? Like, yeah, that would be so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is wild. That's why I guess. What a lag! Like, what a lag time to be like. All right, yeah. I guess I'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, three. <laughs> I haven't Whoa. seen this movie, but is this the entire plot of the Notebook? More or less. <gasps> Or, less. or the plot device. I think it's yeah. like that plus okay. rain. Yeah. And <laughs> also, see, that's all I know about it. <laughs> also birds. Birds, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Birds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a good segue for this. 
Hey, we were talking about clapping earlier. Let's talk about it more with track number 10. Bye Clapping. bye, love. <laughs> my first I remember when I listened to this with like no no studying or anything, I was mm. like, the clap is so loud in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like Why did it, they though? get like 600 people to clap yeah. in studio and I looked it up, it's live? Yeah. Well, <laughs> wow, they were I crazy think... committed to the process. <laughs> <laughs> it took one year just to do it 600 times. <laughs> clap is huge. <laughs> <laughs> they have actually two pairs of really big hands. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, post catch 22 filming Simon and Garfunkel went on tour and this was the first performance the first uh show on their tour back from filming so kind of not necessarily I don't know if it was like considered a reunion at the time um but they played the song why don't you write me which is a cover from I have this written down I don't have this written down. Who is this a cover from? The Everly Brothers. Thank you so much. Uh, why didn't it write this down? <laughs> Wait, Bye 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 is a cover, right? Or bye Bye Love. Bye Bye Love. Bye 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 Bye. Oh, okay. Wait, I was thinking of the car still. Oh, yeah. Um, I went insane, so too. So they played this live, and apparently they were like, oh, fuck yeah, we love that. The audience is clapping along and recorded it. And we're like, yeah, sure. We'll put a live recording of a cover song on our album. Do you know about the cover song? Um, well, clearly I didn't write the artist down, so I don't know a ton. It's, it's just a song that, um, I forget if it was Simon or Garfunkel. I think it was mm. Simon, who just liked it a lot when he was younger. Yeah. yeah. They, I think they like, both did. I think yeah, they're, they're uh, heroes. Yeah, they're like the blueprint. Basically. Yeah. Because yeah, they were a duo from the 50s. And their music's yeah. amazing. But it's not that similar. Like, their version of Bye Bye Love is way more... Melodic, almost more Beatles y. Yeah, well, it's like the 60s, like the is beatnik it, the, the movement Everly happened in more finished. country. <laughs> yeah. And this is more like, but this was the one that like I wore out on my iPod in Ooh. sixth grade. I the love my iPod. This song. Like I, I was, Do I didn't even know it was hear a cover. The original? Sure. That sounds like it's from the 50s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm like, <laughs> that's Justin Timberlake. Justin, come on out. Um. <laughs> Justin Timberlake was like hiding in my bathroom. I would probably go pee pee in my pants. That's a good bit. No one's played that bit on the show before. <laughs> but hey, there's a famous person in Sarah's bathroom where we all just peed. <laughs> I didn't see him there. He was like Kill Bill on the ceiling. Um <laughs> But uh sorry. Uh shit. Um but no, this so the <laughs> the cover um I don't know, it, to me when I hear the Everly Brothers like it, you can just hear you know like they definitely love that yeah. you know you can yeah. hear that they yeah, grew up listening sure. to that. Yeah. Um and I don't know the decision cuz apparently like the clapping is like a compilation of cuz they just recorded it every ni- every night on that tour like oh. every time they did it. And I don't know which performance like them is them is from them you know playing is from but like the claps are like 
they just like assembled like the best. It's like mostly from one, mm-hmm. but like they put a little bit of it in like the it's reverb chamber, class. you know? Yeah. Like just, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, yeah, little, yeah. yeah. They messed with the claps. This could <laughs> yeah, be wrong, but I thought they recorded the claps and then played Bye Bye Love in the studio. That was my question. Oh, Cause when they were talking about it, no, because they did record it live. I thought like, I read then, somewhere that like, yeah, it was in their live set. Like they did it all the time, but I thought that yeah. they took the claps and then recorded to them in the studio that might have because i think that's why it's such a clean take but the way they manipulated it it sounds live right i read like they did a take live and then like did another take and i wasn't sure if it was live or not so like i mean jury's still out yeah Yeah. but it's very unapologetic like yeah it like to to take your best album and you already have such a great songwriter and be like, we're just gonna throw in a live version of a band <laughs> yeah. that we love. Like yeah. Yeah. we don't care. Like and it, it just keeps the album full of surprises. So mm, I don't nice. know. I love it. Like what would a modern equivalent of that be? Like if the nineteen seventy five was like, Yeah, I love the Backstreet Boys. We'll record <laughs> it at our Chicago show yeah. and put it on our fucking college junior album. Yeah, but like wouldn't that kind of be crazy though? Like that, no, <laughs> right? Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, um, yeah. People also should do to, it. To lean, yeah, to lean into it that much because like they people would know that they like them. So you have to pick yeah. someone that's like it's an obvious. People already know that we've like in some ways ripped these. Yeah. Guys well, off. the concept mm-hmm. like two men singing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it How did they think of that? <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be brothers. <laughs> well, so I love that they ended this track with like the applause, presumably the real applause. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then faded it into the last track yeah. of the album. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, that. oh, that's that's a great move, right? Yeah. Just yeah. like nice. really immersive. Mm-hmm. Track number last song for Askin. Fun song for the Askin. Last song now. Uh, I wrote down for this one that I like that. Um, this album, among other albums, is ending with a song that sort of feels very much like a lullaby. Mm-hmm. Like, I like when an album ends on a note that is very tender and sweet. Me too. Me I too. think it's and nice. I, and in the same way, open that way. Like, yeah. I yeah. I love when they open and close that way. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like, even Paul Simon in that documentary, he was like, I'm kind of embarrassed of it because it feels like such an obvious choice mm. to to end the album that way. But it's just, you know. Yeah. Sometimes when it's like so obvious, like you just do it anyways because it's you know because doing something else would be like why? Yeah, exactly. Right. For the obvious yeah. choice is yeah. sometimes what leads to perfection. Yeah. 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 First thought, best thought. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. <laughs> yeah, I love that it's just like it's just like two poems, right? It's two verses. It's just mm-hmm. like a quick little little diddly. And like you're done shaving by the end of it. You're done shaving. Yeah. And then you can, you know. <laughs> you're looking yourself in the eyes. He's yeah. Singing these sweet words. <laughs> yeah. you're and you're like, ready to take on the day. You're ready to take I've on actually the day. had this experience multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just think as a whole, like, I don't know, this album, there's a lot of like, you know, things specific to the time going on. I feel like there's a Beatles influence. Like, mm-hmm. Paul Simon said a thing about how it used to be. Well, one thing we geeked out on about the recording of this is that their producer would always record them singing whenever they sung together on the same mic, and then they would double it separately. Mm-hmm. But most of what you're hearing is like them on one mic together. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Super cool. Um, shit, where else going with that? Well, what did I begin that sentence with? Oh, but thank you. But Paul was talking about how at this point, like, this one's more produced and there's more stuff going on, and they're more famous now. So, like, People know their voices individually, and rather being like this one, 
like Simon and Garfunkel's one entity. It's more like they're characters that you can like discern. One person might sing a song by themselves or not. And they kind of mm-hmm. play around with that. Mm-hmm. And just the, um, a lot of like different instrumentation, like everyone else was doing around the same time. Yeah. But in a very unique and original way that no one has done a thing that's not, has even like tried to make yeah. this album since, you know? Right. How could you? Yeah. How could you? Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. It's, yeah. It feels very <laughs> organic. And also, yeah. like, I've, I've, you know, listened to their music a lot of my life. And like the first four albums feel very cohesive together. Mm-hmm. And this one feels like a completely different artist. Like, yeah. They really like redefine their sound and like I yeah. don't know. It's it's like it feels like a peak. Like it feels yes. like a, and it feels like magic. And it's not like a lot of sixties bands like they've reached this point or like this part of the decade and you're like, oh drugs. You know what I mean? Right. Or like they went to a, a TM retreat. <laughs> you know, like one of those two things happened. But for them, it's like not. I mean, yeah. maybe, you know, they're dropping ass and stuff. I don't know. But, like, it's not, like, it's, like, not, oh, this is, like, this is, like, maybe your, like, older uncle's, like, weed album that he used to smoke, like, Reggie to in the 70s, you know? <laughs> but, like, it's not, you know, it's just, like, its own organic thing. Yeah. Yeah, it feels really earnest. Yes. Definitely. And, like, I mean, I don't know if this is, like, 2020 hindsight, but, like, it does feel very much like, oh, they left that shit on the court. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they feel about it. They're like, yeah, yeah. we kind of like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can feel like the care and attention that they put into their yeah. music. Mm-hmm. But also like something that I always appreciate in an album is um, diversity in songs. Yeah. And I, some people, like I, I definitely understand like a cohesive album where it's like they found this sound and it just kind of stretches across the album. But I really like albums that like explore each song is different than the next and explores different sounds and feelings. And this one for sure. I mean the difference between Cecilia to keep the customer satisfied from the boxer to, you know, Bridget. Like it's so they really like allow themselves to explore with anything. Mm-hmm. And we'll all accept it because it's all so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, they're also different, but not one like sticks out like as two different, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and there's I've, a through line and somewhere. Yeah. 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 They live in the same house. Yeah. Yeah. Because you yeah. could go from boxer to baby driver and be like, oh, whoa, we're doing the whole rock and roll thing now. Like I thought we just did like somber folk. But in the context, you're like, this album is already like throwing things at me. I'm cool with whatever else. Yeah. It's almost like. They're sampling. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, that would be kind of crazy, but like just doing like, you know, they're leaning on like, you know, blues riffs and like, you know, basic pop yeah. chords and stuff. But like, there's all this crazy stuff going on. It's almost just like, you know, echoes and the use of actual echoes. They're like and sampling yeah. their imaginations. Yeah. Like, oh, right. yeah. yeah. And that's the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so guys, uh, Jamie, pull up my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pull up my dreamscape. <laughs> um, Reel in my deprivation tank. I'm gonna need this for the next <laughs> deprivation. Listen to Simon and Garfunkel yeah. challenge. <laughs> Hello, and speak darkness, to dolphins. My <laughs> Um, well, my friends, we've made it through this album. Let's take a brief moment to discuss how we'd like to award this album. Also, I really need to go pee-pee in the potty. (coughs) 
We've gathered everyone here today to award uh, a very special person, a very special album, <laughs> a very special award. And we're going to do so in the form of a letter. Mr. Paul. <laughs> I am writing you on this cold December morning to let you know that your album is pretty good. Not only is it pretty good, it is the best album I have ever heard from shit to shave. <laughs> it has kept me warm on these cold, lonely December nights when I find myself underneath a pail of hay. Pail of hay. Shitting into a bucket, then showering, and then shaving. Um. <clears throat> Anyways, good album, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit slaps. Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> You're Thank welcome, you. Paul Simon. That's really very I hope that gets to him. <laughs> I'm sending that directly to every email I can find with Paul Simon. Oh my god, that was actually really gorgeous. Oh man. Well, all right. I'll just say what I usually say at the end of an episode, folks. Yeah, it's really hard to follow that. I'm sorry. You have to let us hear this plug shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Album Rebrews. We are Album Rebrews, and Moose is having playtime. And hey, ain't that just the way? Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter or Instagram, it is at Album Rebrews. And if you want to check out our website, it is www.albumrebrews.com. We have a guest host submission form there. If you're interested in being on our show and you make music and you like fun vibes uh, as well as a buy me a coffee link where you can give us a little bit of money if you would like to buy the guest hosts of our show like the trenches a beverageino um, it's all appreciated finally the last thing I'll say I know you're listening to this on a podcast listening platform and wherever you are I encourage you to give us a follow give us a subscription give us a rating or a review they're all different all the platforms um, but I'll just cover all my bases and say, give us a little bit of love and <laughs> thanks. You, you don't even have to write a real review. You could just hit like the like the ASDFGJKL thing and like I, hit enter. Yeah, all. the algorithm doesn't give a the fuck about what you're actually care. writing. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah, not yeah. write us a heartfelt review. Just hit a bunch of numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just bunk around on the keys uh, for a little bit. <laughs> give us five stars like. Girl, that'll do it. Yeah. Uh, a giant thank you to our editor and singer-songwriter extraordinaire, uh, Cameron Bopp. Uh, this show would not be possible without him. We just, like, talk shit for two hours, and he's going to turn it to an hour 30. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate him so much. <laughs> hmm. uh, lastly, <laughs> a giant thank you uh, to Logan and Andrew of the Trenchies for coming on. A phenomenal episode. If you are a fan of music, and you are, because you should be, go check out Trenchies uh, wherever you listen to their music. They've got a new LP coming out October 26th. The title of that is Addie's Got a Famous Dad. And if you like dad-related content, I actually don't know what it's about. Uh, but presumably dad-related content. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Um, go check them out on their release show at Shuba's on November 9th. But if you can't wait that long, goodness gracious, you should not. Go check them out October 21st at Burlington. Uh, wish some old guests of the pod, like Blue Lines, yada yada. Uh, and someone we haven't seen, not yet, a three-point sinker. Uh, anything you guys want to say to the folks at home before we yeet on out of here? 
Um, first of all, thank you guys so much for having us. This is <laughs> yeah, a thanks. huge blast. That was super awesome. I want to redeem myself at the bridge game. Um, <laughs> but <Not> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's it. And Paul Simon write us back. <laughs> I mean, you just thank wrote them you. a very beautiful letter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything? No, thank you guys. Yeah, <laughs> thank you as well. Well, to uh, close us out in the same order that we introduced ourselves. So I'll start and we'll around the horn um we're gonna get very 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 close to our microphones for emphasis and say a sweet and tender asmr style goodbye and um i'm gonna pull up some backing music for this Mike's hot. Cameron, fan sound.